Welcome to We'll Take This One, a show about advice columns and columnists by three unqualified friends from the internet. I'm Gabriella, legally blonde. <laughs> I'm Alex, patio desirer. Mm. I'm Amelia, sitting motionless. And I'm Sam, Angus Wrangler. Hi, oh, Sam. we love Angus. Hey. <laughs> Hello, we do love Angus. Thank what a you good so cat. much for having me on the show. Of yeah. course, we're 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 so glad to have you. We're so glad to have you, even though you have to wrangle a cat. <laughs> it's not so bad. There are worse jobs. <laughs> it's true. There are dirtier jobs. Gabrielle, I, you have been you have been blonde. I've seen I've seen you blonde. Is that accurate? I feel like okay. At well, some point. no. When no, I was never? in high school, um, I had part of my hair dyed neon green, which. Which faded Ooh, immediately to like yes. a highlighter yellow, so that's, that's huh. the closest I've come to. Is blonde. that is that good? Did you like that? Yeah, I thought it was fun. I, <laughs> I think you didn't get manic panic uh, is not that good. That <laughs> okay. Really haircut. So we have we have Sam on, on this program, and we're we're very excited. We we love having our our international guests. This is their second guest and their second. <laughs> Uh, second international one um that's true and we'll be we'll be diving into some some deep content today but i'm also yeah i'm i'm just uh i feel we got to do our traditional wtto weather report spring is like it's happening i see the, like the magnolias are blooming mm-hmm. we got um uh, forsythias everywhere because that's like what is everywhere um, which I thought were native, but are not. And Amelia would, would uh, you know, slap me with a rolled up newspaper or whatever for <laughs> thinking that. But they are not native. I guess they're just, they're so traditional. I really mm-hmm. like the big yellow flowers, but they're, they're nice. I like them. I guess they're boring, but I like them. I like How do you them. feel about forsythias? <laughs> I was just going to say, there's a, there's a forsythia on like a loading dock behind a Barnes and Noble that I drive past sometimes. That sounds that about is, right. It is, but it is the most beautiful, well-maintained forsythia I ever see. It is like a perfect globe. It is blooming right now. Just a perfect, beautiful globe of yellow flowers uh, surrounded by concrete. And it is baffling. And every year I think like, how, how does this happen? Like, who is maintaining it? Why do they love it so much? But there it is. Bushes? Yeah, yeah, it's... um. It is pretty bushy. Mm-hmm. I did learn it. It only comes in yellow. Mm-hmm. That's the only, the only variety. There is like lighter and darker yellows, but it's only in yellow. It's nice. It's nice to have a thing. But apparently, everybody says garden centers can't give them away after they bloom because they're just kind of like yeah, they're nothing bushes. Yeah. I bet a forsythia bush would look really good outside your a window if you get lots of sun there. It turns the room uh, all golden. It's a nice yellow. It is. It is like the traditional. It's the traditional shopping center mm-hmm. plant. It's a traditional parking lot, mm-hmm. you know, side of the road type thing. But I like flowers. Flowers are nice <laughs> to see. It's not a controversial Bold take. stance. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> here, here we only have like. Uh, I just see a few gardens, and I see lots of uh, tulips and crocuses at this time. Those nice. are nice. Um, yeah, things are still pretty brown over here, but uh, there are buds on everything and. Uh, the anticipation is palpable, Alex. Let me tell you. <laughs> Absolutely, we're getting okay. daffodils popping up around. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. It, it's spring. Spring's beautiful. 
And in springtime, we have new beginnings, and it's our new beginning to have uh, our lovely, our lovely uh, guest here. It's very nice, Amelia. You're you're laying perfectly still. Oh yeah, and I love I love that for you. <laughs> I I I had a very very minor surgery a few days ago, and uh, I have stitches. I've never had stitches before, and they basically what? told me. <laughs> I have led a very safe life. I'm an indoor person. <laughs> I split my head over open in preschool and had oh to get god. 17 stitches. Oh my god, that's that that's fun. so many on a little tiny head. And then I got a giant ice cream sundae. So you know, all is well that ends <laughs> it well. worked out. I I'm I'm an adult and I went and got ice cream after I had surgery. So um, <laughs> Exactly. That's good. Yeah. You deserved it. Yeah, exactly. I fine i split my head open the first time i was ever in the united states my oh. family went on a vacation to camping in kennebunkport in maine from from toronto and uh fell down a hill cut my head oh. on a rock got a bunch of stitches there and then mm-hmm. later as a slightly older child um, i was over at a friend's place and uh, they had bunk beds and a ceiling fan and I was <gasps> sitting on top of the <laughs> second oh, no. bunk, um, like playing video games or talking or something. And I leaned over and oh, my God. got hit in the head of the ceiling fan and also fell off the second bunk. Oh, um, my God. oh man. <laughs> so Not I, your head, I hope. Yeah. So I, I have like a, a Harry Potter esque forehead scar from those two things basically in the exact same place when i got that second time um i was they they tested those liquid stitches on me and they mm-hmm. did not work so oh, i spent no. a lot of the time in the hospital like putting this kind of like ineffective glue stuff on my head and then eventually they just gave regular stitches instead so that oh my god that's horrifying experience. do you I have mean, liquid stitches amelia are they gonna I, I have, the dis- I have the dissolving kind, so mm. hopefully I don't have to go back. Um, I just have to not do anything. Like, she was like, so you can't vacuum or mop the floor or carry laundry. <laughs> or put a big roast in the oven. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> literally all the things that I do. Like, I, I'm either lying on the couch, like scrolling the internet or i'm cleaning something like those are my only two modes so you can't have a comic misunderstanding um, (laughs) about when dinner was with your husband's boss waka waka like none of that (laughs) nope well we we wish you a speedy recovery thank you from your minor from your minor surgery no surgery is truly minor that's something It's pretty minor. We we should say briefly. We'll say it at the end of the show as well. But Sam, we're we're having you on because you have some music coming out. That's true. That's true. And you're kind enough to to bring me on so I can hawk my wares. Um, <laughs> yes, I've uh, I've been making I've been working on an album for the last few months and it's finally uh, releasing. So I wanted to tell people that it's coming out, and this is one of the ways that I thought I might be able to do that is hang out with my friends and talk into the void for a little bit that's very um, good i mean the void listens back we know this they sometimes leave, leave nice reviews um i know amelia we've, we've discussed before that uh, bleep bloop was it computer music <laughs> is that what you call it no i call it bleep bloop music yeah 
Yeah, bleep bloop music. Yeah, so do I. Bleep bloop, bleep bloop. Yeah, that's what it's it not, is. It's not your cup of tea. I love it personally, but uh, yeah. So so we're excited. We'll, yeah, we'll, I'll definitely we'll talk more links. about that at the end of the cast. But I'll just leave it at uh, it's out on Bandcamp on the twentieth, and then streaming services on the twenty seventh. WTTO is not an advice show. It is a show about advice. If you email us asking for advice, we will forward it to one of a thousand podcasts that do that. Also, don't email us advice. We are already perfect. Imagine the Sistine Chapel, but instead of God and the guy touching fingers, it's the four of us. Damn, that's cute as hell, huh? Just like, boop, 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 boop. Four fingers touching. And we're all friends, too. Such great symmetry. Damn. Four fingers, boop, boop. Are we doing the Spock thing? No, just just like can we can we be doing the Spock thing? Boop 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 boop. That's that's it. It's beautiful. Okay, so (laughs) the theme of of this week's episode we have Sailon is is Canada and youth. (laughs) As a youth from Canada, this is a great topic. Um, So we're we're doing we're we're doing some interesting questions here, but um. Gabriella, what are we what are we talking yes. about first? So we're we're already compromising ourselves <laughs> with this first question. Uh, it's from a children's classroom worksheet um, from allthingstopics.com, which I note is not .ca. <laughs> oh, good point. Dear Anita, I have a really interesting homework assignment. Our teacher wants us to design a new Canadian flag. Flag. <laughs> she she says that the maple leaf design is great but she wants us to think about what makes canada special to us and then draw that as a canadian flag anita i'm not sure what to draw should i draw some mountains maybe the rockies should i draw an animal like a bear or maybe something different can you give me some ideas what makes canada special for you what kind of flag would you draw what colors would you use? Thank you very much, from Tommy. <laughs> oh, great question, Tommy. Thanks for writing it. <laughs> so Tommy wants Anita to do their whole homework assignment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like that. It, it yeah. really does. And Anita is passing it on to us. That's She's true. like, hell no, I'm not <laughs> doing this. We have my readers to take care of it. <laughs> I, I would love, uh, Tommy... I would love for you to draw an animal like a bear, but not a bear. <laughs> like the Annihilation Bear? Yes. Something yeah. that is, in a forbidden way, not quite a bear. Hmm. So, given that this question is from allthingstopics.com, uh, I think it's interesting to think of this as, like, an American assignment. <laughs> like, uh, in Massachusetts or something, it's like the task is to redesign the Canadian flag. <laughs> we know our, better than Canada. Right. Yeah, right. I I think that um, my my perspective on a on a Canadian flag, a true Canadian flag, um, as a Canadian American, is that it shouldn't be it shouldn't contain any elements that are present in the United States. So fundamentally the maple leaf is flawed because there are maple leafs in lots of places all over the place yeah (laughs) there are also bears and bear-like animals in the united states and certainly there are the rockies also in Mm -hmm. the united states so i i need i I need ideas for a purely canadian we we already discovered that 
bag milk used to be present <laughs> in Minnesota. Yeah, so that's awesome. can't put yeah, not oh, man. Even. We don't even get to have that. No, no. no. I hmm. I can imagine, and you know, uh, and poutine ends up being served in all manner of hipster bars across no the doubt, states. Yeah. I mean, it, it is great. Wherever booze, cheese curds are sold. Right. Mm-hmm. Wherever cheese curds are sold and wherever booze needs to be sopped up by something <laughs> hot. But if I if I picture some things that are fundamentally Canadian, that's tough. Boy, what, what is, it really what is, is the negative. S- it really is just negative space, isn't it? It's just <laughs> sort of whatever true. isn't in the US. That's that's just kind of what I'm racking my brain for. So maybe it's just like an America-shaped hole is the flag. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, oh, I love that. Just a void, a void flag, yeah. I also think that, that there's the, the spirit of the void is, is strong in Canada as the percentage of the country that is unoccupied is, is just staggering. True, mm-hmm. true, true. Also, this uh, goes along with my other thought, which is uh, that I don't really like Canada as a nation. Um, <laughs> no, it's terrible. In terms of how it's founded. So sure. maybe, and I'm also not a flag, fan of flags generally. Oh, um, oh I mean, in the t- more so controversial. Maybe, <laughs> wow. I love okay, a flag. Vexilo- vexillology is cool, okay. I will admit. Uh, but flags generally, uh, flags and nations, I'm not the biggest fan of. Um, but that's me. Uh, so the thought I had when reading this question uh, is that you could redesign the Canadian flag uh, wreathed in flames, which I think would be pretty mm. cool for an 11 year old boy <laughs> and also pretty cool for a 25 year old leftist. <laughs> Yeah, this is yeah, this is a cop out, but I, I do think it fits the Canadian spirit. Um, you can go for the classic polar bear blinking in a snowstorm. <laughs> 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 it wouldn't take up that much crayon to draw. We we just need the nose. I think I do think that's pretty cute. I have heard that they cover their noses when they're hunting, like they cover them with their paws. I do not think that that is actually true, but it's I have cute. heard that. It's so cute to think about him like wobbling <laughs> along on three paws, holding one over it his is, face. Yes. Adorable. <laughs> and then he like kills a seal and there's blood everywhere and that's less cute. But, you know, you still get the paw over the nose. That's cute. I do feel like you lose the stealth bonus you get for putting the paw over your nose by choosing <laughs> to walk on three legs instead. <laughs> 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 stumbling around real stealthy like <laughs> yeah that's true there's also like the you know you you put your paw up and then your your pad your paw pads show or your your nails show it's like a you know it's you send in the the frogs to eat the bugs and then you have to send in the whatever to eat the frogs you know what i'm talking about it's just endless list of yeah. problems mm-hmm. the, the lady you swallowed a fly there's situation. a hole in your bucket yeah yeah <laughs> the idea of like uh, you know our home and native void. I really like that. That's a very <laughs> strong concept for me. Who I also agree that, like, I maybe maybe the argument here is for not a Canadian flag, but just like a quilt of all different parts that no longer need to be associated with each other so much. Are you a Quebecois separatist? (laughs) (laughs) It does sound a little bit like separatist logic. I mean... Mm -hmm. I'm an Alberta separatist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. Well, I... I, The the thing about... And I'm not... I don't want to get into complicated politics here. It's (laughs) that I, in general, support uh, movements for... uh, For... Independence and for self determination, 
Um, unfortunately, the people involved in the Quebec independence movement are very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to say the least. Yes. So I am the only one of us who currently resides in Canada, correct? Mm -hmm. This is true. Okay. Uh, what What is everyone's connection to Canada? How... I know, I know Alex has a particularly strong one, but Gabriella and Amelia, I'm not sure. Um, my only connection have you, to have Canada, you been? I, have not, you I have not been to Canada. Um, my, my only connection is that I have also drunk milk out of a bag, I think. That's it. That's <laughs> all I got. It's an experience. It's a whole thing. You get the plastic we pitcher. It's weird. We don't, yeah, we, we don't usually drink it out of the bag. <laughs> we don't typically touch lip to the bag. But... You just like puncture it <laughs> no, kiss, and then like the shot. Right? Yeah, we shotgun them. That's right. There is no experience more Canadian than shotgunning milk. That's right. Every Saturday. Now, Gabriella, have you done the the bus to Montreal I party have. experience? Of course. Yes, yes. All eight hours of it. Um, Montreal is lovely. It's fun. Yeah, I will say, I went with my aunt once, um, and people would come up and they would say, like, bonjour, hello. And she was so charmed, and she would say, bonjour, right back, and then they would think she could speak French. <laughs> uh, rookie mistake. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, not like, it's not like France, where they can tell that you can't because you don't pronounce something right, because the way that they pronounce everything is a disaster. So, yeah, it's wrong no matter, already. So. No matter what your, your accent is. If you come, if you come with a you know, bonjour, ça va. Then they're gonna just go off on you. I did also once go to a very nice B and B in the Thousand Islands area. That was fun. I think that's technically Canada. Yeah, is it? Wait, my geography is, is lacking. Is it technically owned by by this sovereign nation? It is. There's yeah, that's a Canadian. I don't know Saint Lawrence. It's it's in there. There's a castle. In the Thousand Islands, no there's, there's I think there's multiple castles. There's two castles in the Thousand Islands. Are they both on the Canadian side? Is this one of those things where, like Niagara Falls, it is definitive that uh, one side is better and it is? The I Canadian think we were side. so far. It was Canada. I'm not like <laughs> unsure of whether or not it was Canada. <laughs> okay, both of the castles are on the American side. Hey, what the this heck? Is, this That's is fascinating fair. to me. We got I feel like they should have drawn the border so that each country got a castle, just to be fair. These are nice castles. I'm going to share some pictures of these castles. I mean, I typically don't imagine castles Castles as shabby. So well, a nice castle is, like, to be expected. When one imagines castles, one must also imagine dragons. So. Well, these are New World castles, so, you know. I feel like there's always a little bit of like foolishness in building a castle in like 1700. It's like, what are you doing? The time was 500 years ago. I like this, uh, but I like the the tutor. I like the wet tutor. That's not something you see. The wet often. tutor. <laughs> you don't often see tutor plus water. It's not a common combination. No, you're, you're right. You're right. I like hello wet tutor. <laughs> but we can't put the wet tutor on the flag. Because it's on the American so, side. That's true. That's true. A wet tutor? That's just a swimming instructor. <laughs> <laughs> well done. hey -o. <laughs> We're talking about this wet, wet this wet tutor. <laughs> okay. Should we describe but, it? 
Uh, yeah, so this castle, I'll post a picture of it. It looks like a Tudor castle, so it's got the kind of thatch mm -hmm. and like cross braces, but it's also got like a boathouse. So you got the water going right up against the Tudor design, and it's just a it's a rare sight. It's very nice. It's probably built by some weird robber baron at some point, um, as is you know the style. I I still haven't answered this homework assignment. <laughs> I feel like I've sort of gone around it a bit. Uh, can we can we have a flag with a weird shape? Absolutely, like Nepal, yeah, like an yeah. Ohio flag. <laughs> yes, Nepal and Ohio, what? the two they have much in common. <laughs> what here? Hold on, I've got a, I've got an idea. What if we put a hole in the flag? Okay. Oh, no one's done uh -huh. that before. That's I think that's that's a good void. That's even more because like you know, a white space is not necessarily the absence mm -hmm. of something because it's the presence of a white space. But a true a hole in the flag. Maybe it would make it hard. <laughs> it might be hard to. We do have That's ice true. fishing in the U.S. Hard to fly. I, I have I have one Damn thought on on the flag, and that is, if you put a Canada goose on it, then there would be no more Canada geese in the U.S. because that's the whole stipulation of your flag is only things in Canada. <laughs> And I would be very happy if there were no more Canada geese in the U.S. <laughs> okay, so in in this in this telling, it's sort of like a um, like a voodoo yes, doll exactly. situation, or like so you're the, banishing um, all the geese to Canada. Anything that gets all the geese out of the parking lot at Target, <laughs> I'm happy with. We have plenty of geese. You need Thank more. You. I would not like you to need take all of the my American geese. ones on top of the ones take we already them. have. They're a menace. They're, awful. They're, a menace They're terrible. <laughs> I hate them. They used to migrate. They don't migrate anymore. Like we just have them year round. <laughs> so fly fly away home is fake yes, news now. It is. We don't have that. It's history. Fly away home. I think it did a lot of work to make people care about Canada, <laughs> Canada geese. I just don't think that it. I think I watched Some that might in say school. too much work. Sam, did you ever watch Fly Away Home in school? I, I think I am I think I'm now remembering it. Is it uh what, a Canada goose breaks its arm or something and then has to hang out in a farmhouse with a boy and then he learns to fly a plane or something and then no, I yeah, they, the girl the with like a biplane. Yeah, they use oh, a no, lighter they use a it's Anna Paquin mm. and Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, yeah. Um but they they use an ultralight uh, glider to be the lead to help with the the migration. Is this film set in Canada? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In, it's set in Ontario. You're just saying that. Yes. Ontario. No, it is. I have, the, I have the Wikipedia right here. They move from New Zealand to Ontario. Oh, that's a mistake. Um, at the beginning of the movie. I don't know. Ontario is nice. There's a beautiful beautiful country out there. Very nice farms. Mm. I was thinking about this because I immediately said, oh, this is like what you're describing is sort of like a voodoo doll situation, but it's not that. It's sort of like a, a portrait of Dorian Gray, except it's a country <laughs> instead of a yeah. portrait. Where like everything that you, all of your experiences or everything you cast or like you wish it into the cornfield would be another, <laughs> there you you go. Know, another touchstone. But it's Hold wishing, on, this doesn't really seem fair snowfield. to Canada, though. <laughs> well, we, well didn't, we establish, didn't we establish that? Do we, get, do we get to make one for you guys, too, then? Can we send, send some things your way that we never have to deal with again? I mean, Canada Goose oh, I has Canada in the name. It belongs in Canada. <laughs> uh, well, isn't, can't we rename it? <laughs> what mean, about the not Canada Goose? <laughs> we have plenty craft, of those. Craft Dinner. A craft Dinner has the name of an American company in it. But it is a Canadian item. Mm. 
It's the, uh, number, it's like the number one grocery in the country. That's, see, they make all the uh, macaroni and cheese in my it's, town, it's, by the way. There's a big noodle. I, but you can't you can't go. It's it's a big noodle statue. It says, you know you love it on it. But it's like behind a barbed wire fence. <laughs> you cannot touch the noodle. It's on a corner. I drive past it on the way to the grocery store all the time. Uh, you know so, you love I'm, it I'm and sorry. you cannot yeah. have it, Canada. What is... <laughs> What is this statue for? Uh, to remind you that craft. What's the significance? It, it's a craft plant, so it's just like, hey, they make the macaroni and cheese here. Once in a while, they have to recall a so, lot okay, of it because so like some plastic you, fell in, but that that hardly ever happens. You buried you, you buried the mm-hmm. lead, and that your connection to Canada is that you live in the home of craft dinner. <laughs> there we go. I see. There it is. There, there it is. is. The, the national mm-hmm. food. Let's dig into some. Not craft dinner, but into some deep advice oh, lore and introduce a new character to the WTTO universe. Quite the character. Okay, so we have a couple mini questions, and um, they are from the column Ask Henry. From a mini person. Child is just a mini person. They're from the column Ask Henry by Henry Mako. Uh, he wrote an advice column from 1961 to 1964, uh, starting when he was 11 years old because he needed like change to buy candy. So he sent off a packet to the, the Ottawa Journal. And that continued through his teens. Uh, he was eventually syndicated in 40 papers across Canada and the U.S. He also wrote about hitchhiking across Canada when he was 17 with a friend of his, just like the state of the country, which is very strange to read. Um, he was a guest on panel shows like What's My Line? In the 80s, he resurfaced as the creator of a game called Scruples, uh, which your parents might have had, my parents had. Uh, it's advice column as parlor game, basically. Um, I have a copy of it. It's right here. It costs $2 at a Goodwill in Madison, Wisconsin. It is water damaged because I left it in the car with the windows open during a rainstorm. But I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to reach into the box and uh, here are some questions. Um, you discover an excellent wine imported from South Africa. You know it was likely produced by workers who are exploited and discriminated against. Do you buy the oh wine? Oh, my God. Good <laughs> yeah. Lord. Um, let's see. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a sample. Uh, your best friend asks to borrow $2,000 for a year. Do you charge interest? Um, and I'm not really sure how you win the game. Um, there are rules. There are cards. By having the, I think the, you're just, the most correct opinions yeah. about apartheid what was happening. I think you're just louder yeah, than everyone else. That's much, how you win. Yeah, the, the, there are directions, but they're kind of stuck to the box because, again, it, <laughs> I left it in the car during a rainstorm. Um, but yeah, so that's... This might need to be some, like, Patreon content. We might need to play yes. Scruples. Or do it's a, very know, strange. Do a stream and, and play so Scruples. Scruples was pretty successful, and then he became completely bonkers. Um, so now, if you Google him, what comes up is his trilogy of books about the Illuminati, and his books about how feminism is a plot by the New World Order to murder us all. Um, it's really bad. Mm. Like I would not suggest Googling Henry Mako because it's um, it's very bad. It's it's extremely bad. It's all like very anti-Semitic, very uh, terrible. Um, so to answer the question posed by another thing that comes up if you Google him, the July 29th, 1961 issue of McLean's from Canada, will success spoil Henry Mako, boy columnist? Yes, it will. He is ruined. So we are going to, we are going to a, 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 approach Henry as a, a capsule of time mm-hmm. 
from when he was just this precocious boy columnist um, beloved across Canada and parts of the U.S. So sad that he fell into that uh, cryogenic <laughs> tank and was frozen. At right, the it, it's age it's of mm-hmm. eighteen, and we never he heard from him again. He went hitchhiking, and then 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 he was lost. <laughs> These things happen to hitchhikers. You know, Bernie Sanders passed away tragically February twenty sixth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but R.I.P. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about some old, some old, uh, old letters. Just a couple here. I love, um, I love so these good. questions. I just want to say. So picks. these are both from the early '60s. Were published in the Ottawa Journal, a paper that went out of circulation in 1980. So the first question. These are very short. First question is, Dear Henry, my son, who is 21 years, doesn't want to wear shorts in the summer anymore. When he visits me with his wife, he comes in long pants. How can I make him wear shorts again? He also doesn't drink milk. Signed, Concerned Mother. Even in bags. bags, I buy the special bag of milk for him and he will not drink it. Absurd. Just wait, wait nine years. He'll turn thirty, and suddenly he'll be buying shorts again. That's been my <laughs> and experience. Drinking milk. Yeah, drinking, drinking tons of milk, wearing tons of shorts, shorter shorts than you would think. Just you know, <laughs> more milk than should be humanly possible. <laughs> do, do you drink a lot of milk? Is that a thing that you do, Alex? I <laughs> I don't actually drink a lot of milk personally. I'm not a milk person. I was always a juice mm. person, given the breakfast choice of beverages. I also take my coffee black. But I do I'm like shorts. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh. For breakfast. <laughs> For breakfast, you need carbonated beverages in the morning. That's wild. Couldn't uh, imagine. Maybe like ten a.m. Hmm. I have. Uh, I I've fallen into the seltzer pit lately too. <laughs> it's just it's just so crisp and cold and refreshing. Yeah, That's yeah. what the Canadian flag with a hole in it is. The seltzer pit. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's, it's the Canada Dry. It's the official Canada Dry sentence. It's true. Canada Dry slash. <laughs> That's the first time anyone has ever said that sentence. I'm so proud. Canada Dry slash. <laughs> I was here to witness. Well, basically, the royal we have the the royal family of Canada is the uh, like the Seagrams uh, family and the uh, the other one, the one the Bronfman. Didn't they get who, caught up in Nazium? I... Yeah. I, I want to talk about this question because I feel like there's some there's something hidden behind the words here. Like I feel like this this mom has something else going on that she's not saying in this question. How do we think um, she feels about his he wife? When visits me, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That's what Bad. I'm thinking. Like it just doesn't seem relevant to mention unless she has feelings mm-hmm. about the wife. Yeah. Does maybe maybe the wife is very into swimming um to to return to our wet tutor and is uh making the husband shave his legs to to pursue swimming oh my and he's ah. hiding that with his long pants oh my this is the kind of out of the box thinking you can get from wtto <laughs> answering questions more than 50 years after they were posed <laughs> This is maybe okay, TMI have... on my dad's back. Oh, boy. Oh, good. He no, well, please. I'm, buc- I'm buckling in here. I'm here. He doesn't have any hair on his shins anymore. And he says, I think it's just natural. But he says <laughs> when he was 12, he didn't take his socks off for a week. Ha, 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 ha.
I'm, I'm gonna die. <laughs> How can we make him wear shorts again? Mm -hmm. How can we make him? How can, How I, can make I make him, make wear, him shorts wear shorts again? Simply spill things on him immediately <laughs> when he arrives. Oh, hold on, time. hold on. We the the milk drinking. We don't know if this is a recent mm -hmm. development. That's true. Um, it this this might just be additional details that might be relevant, but didn't necessarily coincide with the shorts not wearing. That's true. I, I will say, and maybe I don't know, Sam, if you can back this up or not. Is I feel that in at least in Ontario, there is somewhat of like a. It's more normal to like serve milk as a drink. <laughs> Just like, oh, would you like a glass of milk? Like, around. I... I feel like I've seen this. And maybe it's one of those things where, you know, Canada is sort of like the Midwest writ large. And that kind of, like, hearty, you know, dairy beverage is maybe more normal. Especially if you're in a kind of rural area. But I just feel like there is a time, maybe especially in the early 60s, that milk was just like, well, what are you going to drink? Water? <laughs> like, have a glass of milk. <laughs> I mean, my... My memory of the protocol re what to serve guests when you have them over is a little hazy um, given <laughs> right, sure. the uh, pandemic times. But as far as I can remember, milk is just sort of one of the options you offer right. someone when they come to your house. Like you you're op you have your fridge open and you're calling out the options to a guest. Uh, and if you see milk, then you name it. Uh, but it's not necessarily like having people over for milk at 3 p.m. <laughs> you don't have milk party? Um, <laughs> No, huh. no, we do not. But I do, uh, I do find that distinct as a Canadian thing that you would I offer think this people. Might just milk. More, be more of a '60s thing. <laughs> that could be true too. I don't know. I think my dad was in Ottawa, and not quite the like, probably more of the '70s. But um, I don't. I maybe I can ask him what the milk situation there was. <laughs> do we want to look at the answer? Uh, so the answer, quite brief. Uh, dear Concerned, let him wear long pants and drink what he likes. He will survive. Which is great advice. <laughs> it's perfect. He it's he will, he is, will it, survive. It also sounds like um, rejected uh, a rejected stanza from the love song of J.L. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, yes. He's measured out his life in coffee spoons and the coffee spoons don't go in the milk. <laughs> I just, as as someone who reads a lot of newsletters, um, I appreciate the brevity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, they were, there was more more column inches, I noticed, as I was skin, skimming through these old newspapers. They just printed so many things, uh, so much news all the time. Um, you know, just got to cram as much as you can in there. Get it done, Henry. And he did this was in sort of a format that was like a, a block mm -hmm. like a third of a page where it'd be just a, you know a, a shotgun blast of <laughs> little tiny advice prompts some of them illustrated um which were fun, oh, that's fun. A, a bizarre number like we, we um especially amelia and i bounced back and forth looking these up and uh, a upsetting number involved uh, corporal punishment yeah i did, did, did oh, not yes. enjoy which i guess is a you know um a element of the time but let's talk about yeah. let's talk about peter okay. and what his deal is okay. and what he needs 
Dear Henry, my Peter is five and is quite a smart little boy. However, he is very impatient and never finishes what he has started. He also gets easily into trouble with other children and ends up coming home crying. Maybe you can advise me how I can make Peter a little happier. Yours very sincerely, Mrs. A.S. We have to talk about the answer right away. Okay, I was going to say, I think we should just go ahead. Okay, this is a tough case, says Henry. Your boy needs lots of love. Help Peter find a friend who is not as smart and is weaker than himself. The small boy will respect Peter and Peter will be happier. So the advice is your child needs a minion, I guess, a henchman. How, how? How about a dog? <laughs> oh, yes. Generally smaller and, and not as smart. <laughs> Generally smaller and not as smart. <laughs> and they provide lots of love. Yeah. But, but you know, you, your boy needs LOL, right? <laughs> lots of love. The dog should have been the obvious answer. You're so right. <laughs> I mean, you can't expect a five-year-old to take care of a, a dog by himself, you know, but you can't expect him to take care of another five-year-old by himself a, either. So. A four-year-old, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I a, a, a slow a slow for you um the this this is the the answer that i think we read and went oh there are some these are where we see the storm clouds on the horizon <laughs> mm-hmm. for for young, yes. young mr mac yes i love the seriousness of of this is a tough case <laughs> Like, I really need to put, I really put my thinking cap on for this one. And what I determined was that your your child needs a sidekick slash minion slash toady. <laughs> I also, the, and the, the thing is, like, the small boy will respect Peter and Peter will be happier. I'm concerned about what Peter's happiness will beget. What is the cost? (laughs) Will the small boy be happy? Or will he merely live in fear of Peter, the five-year-old, who gets in trouble with other children? Here's the problem with this setup, because... I'm a I'm a person who is not particularly tall or big as a child, and then as an adolescent suddenly became a tall person. And I think there's some concern that if you cultivate a toady... You don't know if that toady will someday become larger and smarter than you. Mm. And then you're going to be in a tough situation. The toady has become the toter, is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the toad has become the wet sprocket. <laughs> Please don't name it that. <laughs> Equally, you could just become the small mob boss, and then you have your very large yeah. henchman. Who still is at your beck and call? Right. I think what Sam's getting to is, if you're that much smarter, you can you can shape the world to your image. How smart is this kid really? If they're getting in trouble so easily, mm-hmm. if they're really smart, they wouldn't get in trouble. That's true. I mean, I think you're that's you're confusing devious yeah, with smart. Be crying either. But is that is that really a difference? I think I think that Harry might also be confusing devious <laughs> with smart. Yeah, it's. It's it's so dark. It's such a dark thing for a, an eleven or twelve year old to come up with. Yeah, I would not have thought of this as a budding supervillain <laughs> myself. I know exactly what your son needs. Uh, and like when when you're helping Peter find a friend who's not as smart, are you just like looking around your neighborhood thinking, "Oh, he's a dull boy." That's the other <laughs> thing. He'll be perfect for my Peter. What is the process of acquiring a child for your Peter here? <laughs> the adults in the omen who want to help damien it's like 
Yes, whatever you need. Well, all for you. <laughs> all for you, Peter. This is for you. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hope our audience has, has seen The Omen. I, I personally Ooh. haven't. It's this is good. a dark that's, joke that's Alex a, is making. We, it is a dark joke, um, but that's a, a horror movie that I'll we'll, we'll, we'll watch because it's not too scary. Yeah. The, the tone of this answer is just find, find a child that no one will miss. <laughs> Uh, and taken into your house. That <laughs> I just I get these these vibes. Mm-hmm. That is the vibe yeah. here. I think. I also think it's very weird to start a sentence with "My Peter is fine." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about your Peter, but my Peter is fine. <laughs> I think that's just a very '60s locution. I think it must be. He never finishes what he is. Star- the- this reading like a this five-year-old. Line, it does it's true it does but it does when i when i hear that we need to make peter a little happier so he can finish what he starts it's just there's something mm. to that there's something yeah, there. there's a leap of logic mm-hmm. here they they stepped over some things he's what is he going to finish and what is he going to start and will we will we all be okay after or will <laughs> the world never be the same I don't know what kind of projects five-year-olds generally are doing. Uh, macaroni? <laughs> yeah. Like, is he, is he leaving his pictures. macaroni pictures half finished? Like, they never, he gets the glitter out, but the glitter, glitter never actually makes it onto the macaroni picture. Like, I think that's fine. I think you can ease up on Peter a little bit for that. Do they have glitter then? Yeah. Did you not yeah. read the Katie Weaver history of glitter? <laughs> I know, but like, was it like 1965, 1967? <laughs> was it like just cars at the start? Oh no, they had, they had, they had uh, so much stuff. Yeah. Had... I want to know <laughs> to completely derail. I want to know who the secret, oh my secret God. buyer of glitter is that they can't I mean, reveal. It's somebody. It's some military provider, right? Like it has to be. Like what? Are, but yeah. what are they doing with the glitter? This was a whole. Sam, are you are you familiar <laughs> with this piece? I, I've sort of clued into uh, what's what's going on here. So someone is buying massive amounts of yes. glitter and it can't be yes, revealed to like it. Yes, there's like giant so. state secrets basically in the glitter manufacturing process. Uh, glitter very closely holds its secrets to its its chest. Big glitter. Um, yeah. Fascinating. It's also, it's, Big glitter is in cahoots with the... Yes. The other, the other clearly. big takeaway from that is that glitter is horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's like an it environmental is, it, disaster. Yes, it's it's horrible. Sure. Yeah. So it's, they it, they have stuff made out of seaweed now, but I don't know like how mainstream do. it is. Hmm. <laughs> it's <laughs> indie seaweed glitter. <laughs> yeah, I've probably seen that advertised <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, man. I so I just to the question about what a, what a five year old does. You know, I I have a I have an eighteen month old. And I, the the things they do every day are are shocking. Do they finish what they start? Uh, no, they barely start things. <laughs> but like, they they just they develop in such a way. Like we we have you know like the wooden brio trains. It's just like they one day they're just you know running the the car back and forth and i mean literally one day to the next running the the train car back and forth the next day they're attaching the pieces together but just in like a long line and then like three days later they're just fitting tracks together in a circle like it's it's completely wild to me that the level of brain development and i'm just i'm 
you know, my child is is very cute and not scary, <laughs> and I I don't know what their level of intelligence is. They they seem to be a fine child, but I have no idea what they'll be doing when they're five. If you if, if you told me five year olds like right now, if you told me Alex, when your child is five, they'll be able to like you know build a, a working engine with like a potato and the contents of an erector set. <laughs> I will say, yeah, probably. I don't know. Based on based on current <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you know, if, exponential if performance, right up, baby. exactly. If, I, I'm just I'm terrified of the future of five year olds. Who knows what a you know what a 1965 year old could achieve, and certainly a 20. Oh God, what year will it be? A tw- 2020. Let's stop thinking oh, about no. that. Oh no, you can't take anything for granted. Now. No, certainly not. You know the. They might change the numbers yeah. between now and then. You as the know. sea levels rise and every tutor becomes a wet tutor, we'll we'll look to the five year olds and what they can build for us. Dry tutors. <laughs> Sam, thank you again for joining us. Will, will you um, tell folks where I, to find I your music? I absolutely will. Uh, yes, you can pre-order my music right now on Bandcamp, so you can get it as soon as it releases on April twentieth. Uh, to find me, uh, my name is Sam Aliums. S A M A L E U M S. That's the name that this album is released under. Uh, and then the first Bandcamp link you find, you can click it. Uh, I I trust your abilities to navigate to my most or my upcoming album Dream Longer. Yeah, so you can pre-order it and get it when it releases on the twentieth on Bandcamp, uh, or you can wait until it starts streaming on Spotify and what have you on roughly the twenty seventh. Um, yes, it's it's bleep bloops. It's electronic music. So if if that's not <laughs> your thing, then maybe listen to it anyway. Maybe it will be your thing. <laughs> um, They're very fine beep boops. I've heard your beep boops. They're oh, very thank good. Thank you. Thank you, Amelia. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there you there you have it, folks. Uh, it gets Amelia's seal of approval. We all we all agree. You must mm-hmm. if you if you're a fan of the show, you must like the bleep bloops of our guests. On top of uh, recorded music, I also do live shows uh, on Twitch uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. EST. You can find me playing around with synthesizers live on camera. Um, it's a good time. I've been to my show. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's just about every Wednesday on my Twitch channel, which you can find through my Bandcamp. Awesome. Um, well, yeah, thank you again. We really enjoyed it. We love talking about little little Henry Mako, uh, the we- the weirdo, and we enjoyed talking Canada, of course. Sam, would you would you be able to maybe like send me 30 seconds of something i could put in at the I end will of the absolutely show do that for you alex sweet we'll do that we'll put in we'll put in some of sam alien's beautiful beep bloops in their upcoming album and uh we love to hear it thank you so thank much you. have a good night <laughs>